Hello and greetings, and uh, this is Steve Gretsch with A Different Drummer, and I am doing a podcast on the promises of God, and um, this one is called We Know Where He Went and We Have Directions. Um, well, <laughs> goofy! what a goofy drummer. I'm kind of being weird again, but uh, I like to think that, um, oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm, the subtitle of this one is called We'll Leave Google Maps Behind. <laughs> and maybe that's not too goofy, but we know where he went and we have directions. And John 14, 1 through 4 says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have would I have told you that I am going to there to prepare a place for you? That seemed like a little tongue twister. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. You will also that you also may be where I am. You And here it is. You know the way to the place where I'm going. We know the way. We don't need Google Maps. We, um, we know it, and he, we know where he went. Um, so uh, it's kind of early in the morning here, and my brain, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have started recording this because I'm not quite there, but I'm going to give it a whirl anyways. So we know um, he is the way, and, and he said that in John 14, 6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's that's exactly, you know, when Jesus says it, it's the truth. My pastors like to always say that. Uh, so when we need to interpret something, we, we should believe what Jesus said. He said, I am the way. There is no other way. And he... Um, and so Google is not is not going to lead us there. Uh, so um, so the place that he went is a place that Stephen saw before they stoned him in Acts seven fifty six. It says, "Look," he said, "I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God." Isn't that cool? That when Jesus went to heaven, he went up there and he was taken up and he. Um, he was in heaven, and Stephen saw him. I, I love that. That's, so that's the place that he went, and he's seated on his throne. And here's one of my favorite chapters, my favorite books, uh, is Psalms 46, 4-5. through There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at the break of day. Isn't that cool? So that there's a throne room, there's a river, it's a glad place. There's no, um, there's no address there. We don't. There's no zip code. We can't mail him a letter. God mailed us a letter. He mailed. He gave us a letter, but we can't send one back. We talk. We can uh, pray to him and those kinds of things. And there's more, which is coming up later here. Um, and so he ascended to this place, this place where he went. And John six sixty two says, "Then what if he said, what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before?" Um, Jesus said this. At, you know, there's a lot of controversy and dilemma being talked about it. And Jesus' response to them was, "Hey, I can I can ascend back to where it was, and you will see it." And um, so he he just kind of mentioned that that you know it's. It's, you know, it's just another thing where he's, he is God 
and he could do that. He also, um, in the garden, he said, I could call legions of angels to come to my aid, but he didn't do it. Um, in Daniel 7.13, it says, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. Oh, there, so I know what I was thinking here. He called himself the Son of Man in that John 6.32, which is basically claiming deity because of Daniel 7.13, speaking of the Ancient of Days being led into the presence, uh, that, that the Son of Man was led into the presence. Jesus was there. That was him. And um, it's kind of proving the, the, that Jesus is God and that he is deity and that he is the Son of Man. And I love this verseing. There's a couple more here where it talks about the place that Jesus was and is. But um, John in tw- uh, John 12, 40 through 41, it says, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so they can neither see with their eyes, nor understand with their hearts, nor turn. That's that's a quote from Isaiah. And, and I would heal them. Isaiah said this because he saw Jesus' glory and spoke about him. John wrote this, was talking about Jesus, the, that he links that statement, that the blinding of the eyes and the hardening of the hearts, that was in John, uh, Isaiah 6, as, and it links Jesus to that place, and it's, it's heaven, and that, that Jesus was the one that, he, that Isaiah saw. And I love Isaiah 6, 1 through 4. It says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, high and exalted, seated on the throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with the two they were flying. They sounded pretty capable. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord, the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. The sound of their voices was the uh, voices the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. So here we have this scene of where Jesus was. He said he could go up there to where he was before. And John says, that's Jesus. Isn't that cool? I had my old teacher of old pointed this out that um, this that that John twelve forty through forty one link, links Jesus to that spot that Jesus was the one whose train filled the temple. Isn't that cool? And so we we as believers have access to this place where Jesus went. In Hebrews four sixteen, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. We can approach that place with confidence. It reminds me of Esther. Uh, in the book of Esther, she she needed to go and plead for the for the Jews uh, who were being threatened. And she went into the presence of the king, into the throne room. And she, this was bad. This was not to be done. And she should have been killed. And the king extended the scepter. He gave her grace and he he accepted her into his presence. And he, he, he um, this was a, this was an act of grace. And we, we as believers, in the Lord Jesus Christ can approach with confidence 
that in that same place where Jesus went, in the meantime, while he's while he's not ruling on earth, we have access to this place and we can approach with confidence. Isn't that cool? This throne room where where no one really should be allowed. And the Lord says we can do this, and we have, and we, and He and He gives us mercy and grace. All this, all this is undeserved, and yet the Lord provides that for us. His throne room we can approach. I love that. I love the fact that the Lord He went away. We know where He went. We know the directions to get there. It's all about Him. He provided the way through the shed blood of his son Jesus, that we can repent of our sin, trust him as Savior, and believe the gospel. It's such a wonderful plan, isn't it? What, what, a, what a peace that we have, that the Lord has set out this plan for us, that we can tarry and we can journey through this life together and still have access to the throne room. I love it. So I'll leave you with this in, a, in Colossians 3, 1 through 2. This has become kind of my ending uh, verses. Um, it says, So then, with, then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things above, not earthly things. Well, I hope you have a great day, and we will talk to you later. Okay, take care.